What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It was a very humbling experience because I'm coming from like, you know, corporate America, a nice salary benefits and all that stuff. And then here I am in a dri- as a driver and I'm getting like five, $600 checks starting off and then a little eight to a thousand, but I'm working my ass off. I'm busting my ass. And then I'm in like life threatening situations. It makes you like really appreciate your job as a driver. Like I, I, I. I, how can I say, I respect drivers more when I became more. Turn my mic up. For you. Take this. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, Hustle fam, we back. It's your man, Ramel. And you know, anytime I'm in H-Town, I'm in Houston, I got to check in with the family. <laughs> Big J Rich. Big J Rich. Is it Big J Rich it now? It is. It was J Rich. Now it's Big J Rich. So, so why is it Big J Rich now? What, what's big about J Rich now? So I think it's because of like, you know... I done got a little bigger in the game. I got okay. a little, you know, I got a little bit more, you know, strength in okay. the game. You okay. know, a little muscle and little stuff. posture. Yeah, a little posture. The, 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 matura- <laughs> the maturation. Right. So it's like, it, it was funny because one time I had just made a video and I started calling myself Big J Rich. And everybody like, yeah, that's Big J Rich. Like, that's all. <laughs> like, I'm just going to roll with it. I think I'm big. I'm Big J Rich. No doubt. No, I love it. I love yeah. it. It fits you. It's, it's, it's good. It's right. A, it's a right. good look. So, um, you know, we're, we're circling back. The last yes. time we left off, man, we had a podcast. It was virtual. Right. We weren't in person. But, man, you were telling your story. And it was just amazing just watching how you came from corporate yeah. to getting in the truck, you know, to building your business. And you were actually just kind of expanding. You were getting the government contract right. at that time. And you were just... You know, just growing into who you are now, right. Big J Rich, right? right? And that's at the beginning. So I'm like, yo, we got to run it back. Yeah. We got to check in. We got to oh, see yeah. what's been going on since then. It's been like, what, a year or two? Yeah, maybe? it's been two years. Two years yeah, since two then? Years. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I got to check in with the homie, man, yeah. and just and just see what's up. So it's good to have you back. Thank man. you. I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to finally meet you again. Yeah, we yeah, met yeah. at a few events, but just right. to have that sit just down. Just to be able to sit up. down and, and, right. and shop it up. So I appreciate this. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So so what's been going on, Jay? What's new give give just catch us up real quick and then we'll kind of we'll go back and forth because there's people who may not have seen the first episode so we want to catch them up to speed but kind of tell us what's what's going on in your world right now okay so okay so two years ago i started my trucking company and i started my authority i grew fast and to be honest with you i grew faster to the point where i couldn't even keep up you know i was running more of a, a hustle to my business than actually running like a full professional business, keeping all documents, dotting my I's, crossing my T's and everything. So I had to pull back some. I made a lot of mistakes starting off my trucking company. Like, um, I guess because I came in the industry as like a driver to an operator. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready for all this. And man, one truck with the five, five trucks went to 10. And I was like in between 14 to 17 trucks, depending on what the drivers were feeling. They want to work that week, they was working. If not, so... 
it became so chaotic because I had lost a big contract. Okay. And I had two driver trucks that had broke down. The customer basically told me it was like high value uh, progress that was on the um, trailers. And like, we can't afford that. So okay. they had to drop me, right? So, <laughs> man, when I tell you, you ever had a fight before? And, I have. And, and you ever got beat up before? I have. Okay. You know that feeling? For sure. That's exactly how I and at the time, man, it was it was because the money was flowing in. Everybody was, you know, getting paid. Everything was good. And when that, I had all my eggs in that one basket when right. it come down to that contract. Right. So when I lost it, it was like my heart was just like, what What are you gonna do? You yeah. know, I had all this responsibility when it comes down to. You know, I had to take care of these drivers. I had to make sure they, you know, get paid. And then I had my employees. So I had to just come to my senses. I said, I got to tell these people like, yo, I'm at to find some other work with y'all. I mean, for y'all, but it's not going to be the same type of money. Right. Now, during this time, this was like Christmas time that this happened. Okay. And so I'm having to be the bigger person. And like they say, at the end of the day, as a CEO, you the last person to eat. Big facts. And I would see like for weeks as I was transitioning trucks, I was putting them on like different lanes and getting on the low boards. I'm contacting JB Hunt. Oh Lord, that was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, JB Hunt, listen, um, I got some power only units, you know, what lanes y'all have. So it was like it was it was to the point where it was very stressful because I felt like a failure at that time. You okay. know, it was like, man, I failed my people. You know, more like, yeah, I failed in my business, but I failed my people because we had this lane going. And yeah, even though the drivers, you know, the trucks broke down, it was out of their hands, you right. know. But at the same time, it was more so like, man, Jay, this taught me you can't keep all your eggs in one basket in this industry, right? Yeah, yeah. So I started sharing the story bits and pieces with my people, with Rich Gang. And I started getting all types of people contacting me like, can you help me with my business? Because I had started rebuilding. I had to like, I basically told them I lost the contract, y'all. So this is what I did. This was my strategy that I used to get my company back going, to keep my people, you know, I had to get them, I had to feed them. Right. And so I started getting all kind of like hits and DMs, emails. People was Googling my number and stuff. Like, yo, <laughs> we about to, I, I, our business is failing, Jay Rich. We, you know, how can we sit and talk to you? How can we, you know, how can you help survive, you know, help us survive? Because you understood failure. Man. Right. And I think in this industry, that's like, you know, even with me having a platform, right? You expect me like, oh, that's Jay Rich. She knows everything and she's making all this money and she knows that. And that's not the case. Right. You know, I had to go through that, you know, in order to be like where I'm at today. Facts. You know, so I start getting the people and they like, you know, hey, I want to sit with you and build a business. I'm like, well, what do I charge on this? You know, I'm like, this is something new. So I had to go to my coach at the time and say, hey, I got people that want to sit with me and they want me to build out their companies. They want to basically learn from my mistakes so they won't make the same mistakes in their company. And so um, she was like, okay, well, we're going to put a plan together and, you know, you know, this is what you need to charge for your, you know, for your time and all that. So I had one client come in, right? So we was working. She had six trucks that was parked. Okay. Okay. Right. No drivers was parked. I, I think it was like as they got trucks, because it was like they had like, they was in real estate. 
And they, uh, you so know, they're an investor. They was investors, right. right? But they had authority set up. They had like the whole game plan. Like, yeah, we're going to buy the trucks, put the drivers in there. But, you know, of course, with this industry, it's more than that. Big facts. You know, I mean, first of all, I don't care what type of truck you have. Me being a driver, me having the class A, I've been out here for five years. You can tell me you have a 2022 20, freight line that fly in the, sky, in the sky and stuff. What my money looking like? Right. So they wasn't able to like promise, you know, drivers work. They The drivers would contact them. They didn't know like, well, you know, we got a truck and we just going to go on a low board. So, of course, it was hard for them to like build that team up. And I tell people it takes a good six months to a year for you to build a team. Right. I tell people don't rush into getting your authority because- you know, drivers, they fall off, you know, they with you some one minute, they not with you sometimes. And the main thing, they got to trust you. They got to trust that you know the business because at the end of the day, this is them working for you. So if they talking to you during the interview process and they, and it's like a little shaky and they were like, man, I'm not working for you. So this is the <laughs> thing. This, these are some of the issues that the people was having right. in that company. So I was like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. And it was just a flow for me. Okay. So I basically put a strategy for them, you know, and I said, we're going to work this for the next 90 days. Within two weeks, I was able to get them four drives for their trucks. Okay. Just like that. Got you. Um, within two weeks, I was able to also find them work. Um, I think we had a dedicated lane for just two trucks. The other two trucks, we were just like just working them on the board. So I said, well, let me just get the fill in and see what else is out there. All right. Two weeks later, all the trucks we're on the road, mm. rolling, making money and everything. So we had to come back to the table. So I'm like, okay, so my plan really did work. So me knowing what I'm capable of doing is one thing, but me actually doing it for somebody else's company, right. it was a whole nother day. Like I was for like, sure. man. Proof of concept. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, whole G out here, man. You can't fool me. Like I didn't put Big Cindy last Big J Rich <laughs> So, but during that process, I was able to tell them what not to do. Okay. I was like, no, don't do that. I made that mistake in my company. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, even with drivers, the drivers would call me. They wouldn't even call the owners. They were like, hey, now nah, I want to talk to Jay Rich or Jay Rich available. Can you call Jay Rich or whatever? Right, right, right. Because it was more like a relationship. So I taught them how to build relationships with your drivers. You know, you got to treat them as like, yo, you are part of this family. You're part of this team. And I need you to rock with me. When my business was going down, all my guys was like, yo, what you want us to do? Mm. I mean, because I took care of them. They When they was up, I was up. Right. You know, <laughs> when it was a problem, I'm answering them phones. Yo, okay, let me figure this out. You know, I was I was a team player. It was more so, it was more than me just being a boss. It was me like, yo, I've I been in the seat. And if I got to get in the seat too, just to keep the business running, they knew that about me. So it was more of a respect. So with those drivers hearing the way I was talking to them, they're like, man, you... You you know this trucking, huh? I said, baby, I'm a driver too. I drive them things too, baby. You know those. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, with my clients, they were able to sit back and be like, man, Jay, like, like they they just they just flowing. You know, they never had it before in their company. You know, their trucks was part. They'll try to like interview a driver, and then the driver like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm all right. right. So to see within like less than two months. Your company is all six of your trucks is filled with drivers making money. And we had a dedicated lane for two trucks. And then we started working on some other dedicated lanes too. Mm. I was able to do that. Okay. So 
I had made a video on Instagram. It was like, hey, my client's doing this and they averaging this and all that. Man, let me tell you, that one-on-one consultation, that thing said, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> And it was funny because I need to show the books because that was, uh, what was that? From like February, because I, I had it where it was five days, I mean, five days a week I was open, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you could just book eight, eight to five or something like that. Right. Man, I had to make it like three days a week because my books were like and I'm we, talking about crazy. pack was crazy. So I started getting more people in and I just started doing these strategy sessions and, you know, basically just helping people build out their companies and stuff. And I never thought I would be in that position, but I felt like. Especially and, off the back of failing. Yes. Right. <laughs> and, and, the, right? and the thing about that too, I, I, you, our, our first initial interview that we did, right. Yeah. I said, my ultimate goal is to grow the biggest, like I want a, a big fleet. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I want to be able to put drivers on. I want to be able to do this and do that. And then I had another outlet, like God told me like, hey, you doing this, but you're not doing it for yourself now. Now this is for the people. Mm. So I'm actually out here like Moses, you know, <laughs> and trucking. You know? <laughs> gotcha. I'm being gotcha. Moses and trucking by just being open to my mistakes, you know. And I, like I was telling you, like, I'm like, man, I, I feel like, man, I'm trying to rush and be this millionaire, not paying attention to that, man, I'm a strong six-figure woman. Right. You know, I've actually did a whole career change. Nobody taught me the game. Nobody held my hand or nothing. Like, I literally got out there on that road. From there, got my first truck, failed it. You know, so when, when I failed my business, that was the first. That wasn't the first time I failed, but that first time I failed big. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, me just going through those life experiences had built me into what I am now. You know, I'm. I mean, you can hit me with any kind of problem with my clients, and I'm like, "Yo, we're gonna do this. Mm. No, do this. No, do that. We're yeah. gonna move that. We're gonna move this." So. Now, my name had got so big with, damn, how's she able to get all these trucks? She got trucks over here. She got trucks over there. But it was from different companies. So I said, well, man, I'm running a whole fleet management company now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So <laughs> I started doing my numbers, right? Because I was just like, I oh, just pay me, you know, I had a little, you know, uh, PayPal and Stripe <laughs> and stuff. Now I started doing them numbers. I'm like, uh, you need to change this into an LLC because this is a full company that you're doing now. This is a right. whole consulting firm right. that I just didn't build on just some freestyle and stuff. <laughs> right. Not knowing that I'm up here making six figures with this company or whatever. So when I start seeing my money start changing, it's like, okay, Jay, it's time for you to go ahead and get a little bit more serious, a little bit more structured right. in running a fleet management consulting company. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at now. And people don't know you, you I mean, well, some people know that you come from like that corporate background. Right. Yes. That's what you do. Like, right. You know, so that's, it's nothing to you to step back and say, all right, let's put together a business. Right. This right. right? We're going to put together some strategies around here. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> all right. So, so let's talk about some of those failures. Like, cause you just mm-hmm. now said, you you were able to grow. So the last time we we talked, you were about you had just started. Man, I was company, on, I was at my peak. and you was rolling. You yeah, was, was like rolling, yeah. you was going crazy. I remember you was excited. You was jumping up and down. You was like, "We ready? We going?" <laughs> you was talking government contracts. Right. There was so much going on. I'm like, "All right, Jay, do your yeah. thing." 
All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, so you you grow to 17, 14, you said 14 trucks? It was like 14 to 17. It was like owner operators I had on my a, fleet a mix, too. right? Right. Okay, so so what was yours and what was owner operators? Kind of break that down. I own five of those trucks. Okay. The rest of the trucks was owner operators, operators and All stuff, right. yeah. Cool. So how did you grow that fast to begin with? How long did it take you to get to that point before things kind of went awry? Just like, let's, let's start with the good times first. Right. So talk so about it. So April- April, I started off with two trucks. Two trucks went to three trucks. Mm-hmm. And then I had got an owner operator like in what, June. And then it was word of mouth from there. Okay. So I wasn't really doing too much advertising. Like, you know, I never made no posts until I had that contract. Like on Indeed, I was like, man, okay, I'm really need some, you know, owner operators that have their own, you know, trailers and stuff. Because yeah. I had I had a few of my trailers, but for the contract, they wanted more trailers. Okay. So I had to find owner operators that had trucks and their trailers. So between that time, between April and business started really going down, I'm going to say about like December. So between April and that November range, that's when I was able to keep up between 14 to 17 trucks. And that was on my payroll. Got you. Yeah. So what were you doing with these trucks? What? And you said you had a contract. You I had a contract. You talked about having all your eggs in one basket. So right. talk about how you found that contract. If you want to get into what that contract was. No, I definitely, was, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and because you were able to basically build your company off the back of this one contract. Right. right? All right, talk about that. So it was Amazon. Amazon had, uh, when they needed some trailers, it was high value. Like you got laptops and you had uh, TVs. You had all that type of stuff, right? But they wanted us to have own, our own trailers. So I had that whole contract. So I was able to put start off with five trucks, right? From five trucks, I was like, well, like, well we're going to need some more trucks. You guys are rolling pretty good. So I went from five trucks to eight trucks just on that one contract. Now, my other stuff was still doing like kind of power only loads because I had a um, pallet uh, going from Houston to Streetport. So I still had like a little pallet because I didn't have, I had drivers that was like, I don't want to leave the state. And sometimes you had to leave the state. So from Houston to Louisiana, I had a pallet contract. And then majority of that was like Amazon for the rest of the contract. Okay. When I had two trucks that broke down at the like, I mean, back to back, Amazon was like, yo, we got to take you away. Gotcha. And it ripped my soul out. Okay, so the Amazon contract, was it directly with Amazon or was it another carrier? No, it was directly. Directly with Amazon. to Amazon. Yes. Okay. What 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 Amazon um like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Branch or whatever. Like they have Amazon like relay, they have Amazon. Do you remember which no, it was the one in Katy. It was a distribution okay. center in Katy, okay. Texas. Yes. Uh, Katy. All right, cool. Right. So not Katy, I'm sorry. It's uh Brookshire. Brookshire, Texas. Brookshire is right there near Katy area. All right, and how did you land that contract? It was just, okay, so it was this meeting that they had for the relays, and they were talking about how they had, like, dedicated lanes and all that. So I went into one of the meetings. So one of the guys, like, if one of you, you know, carriers is interested in this lane, just contact. They had, like, the little number and all that stuff. So I contact the number. The guy's like, well, how many trucks do you have? So at the time, I think I had, like, eight. I had five of my own, and then I had, like, three owner operators. Okay. So I was like, well, I got the deal is... The money is not in the trucks and in the trailers. Mm. So then he started saying, well, what about your trailers? 
So when he started talking about trailers, I know I had two of my own. So he was like, well, if you can find some owner operators, I mean, I well, he didn't say that. If you can find some more trucks, I mean, some more trailers, I have this lane with high value equipment on there or whatever. So that's how I was able to get that lane. So I just basically made a post, hey, I need looking for some owner operators with some vans and hiring ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Got and so for now, that's just how I was able to land it. So I'm gonna tell the little Jew. Yeah, yeah. Whenever like Amazon is like they have like where you know the, those little meetings and they like hey they talk about dedicated lanes or something. Join those meetings. How did you find out about it? Like where they where, just where, send where, emails. Where do you find that? They send you emails all the time. Okay. They send all type of email. I used to ignore it because it's like oh we had dedicated. I'm like I'm not getting into that because it's like little Zoom meetings and stuff and they just talking about it. But that particular, I'm like, man, let me just join it. And I'm glad I did because I was able to get in contact with that guy that was over the whole lane for that, you know, high value equipment and stuff. Gotcha. So that's how I was able to get that. So just any motor carriers, they have like email blasts where they'll send yes. you opportunities. Just right. Basically, if you're registered, you have an MCC number. MC number rather DOT yeah. number they're gonna they're gonna yeah. send you these emails and go, get into those meetings you'd okay. be surprised okay. so from there it was like you know reach this number and so I actually called and I sent him an email of like how many trucks I had but it wasn't the trucks he was worried about he was like I need your trailers mm. so I tell people now even with growing um, other companies I say look the money is in the trailer it's not in the trucks got you got reason you. being because if you're doing a drop and hook situation say for instance you got five trailers two trucks Guess what? Those those trailers gonna always have money on them. Right. So all you gotta do is just run a nice little operation. We got one truck picking up, we got one truck dropping off, and they just going back and forth. No doubt. So and at that time you said you had two trailers? Yes, I had two trailers. Okay. So I made that that blast and I think that was on my Instagram. <laughs> And, and that's that's how I'm able to get drivers now for my clients. Like I use a lot. Like I have this lane coming up, drivers, you know, and that's how I became kind of like the, the plug. The plug. Okay. Especially when it comes to drivers. Yeah. All right. Got it. All right. So you get with this Amazon Connect and mm-hmm. you start running these tra- these trailers for them. And you said you did something with pallets too? You- I had a pallet. So I had that with my own like two trailers or whatever. Okay. And that happened because I <laughs> started off that's as empty a new- pallet. Pallets or what? Just regular pallets. Okay. Just regular pallets. Okay. Like pallets where you can put freight on or whatever. Yeah, just where they empty load the pallets. Truck. Right. Just running no, pallets. No, empty pallets, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, got you. All right, right. so you run empty pallets. So the way that happened was I was, um, so, you know, as a new carrier, it's hard to go ahead and get these, you yeah. know, lanes and all that. So I was using Convoy at first. And one of the guys, I ain't gonna lie, you know, me being a female in the truck, you know, I went up there and I was like, hey, how you doing? Like that. I don't know nothing, but I was wondering. I was like, exactly. So he was like, oh, this your truck? I said, yes. Like this? Yeah. You know, hey, man, however I'm gonna get this money, listen. And so the guy, he was like, I said, so do y'all get a lot of these pallets? Like, how can I be a carrier or whatever? He was like, what's your number? Like, and I said, well, what you going to do for me? Like, I, you know, right, right. ain't no trade over here, baby. Just right. just help me out. Right. And I always use that. You know, I'm a single mother. You know, I'm just trying. And I, it works every time. I'm just, hey, I'm being works real. Like works like a charm. <laughs> so he was able to get me in contact with his boss. But his boss wasn't a person. His boss, like, he was working, like, he was dealing with the drivers. And his boss, like, the warehouse manager. But um, the guy, the big guy, was supply chain manager. So I tell people, drivers, whenever you guys are looking for any contracts, or um, dedicate lanes, always get the supply chain or logistics manager. Mm. So I got in contact with him. And he was like, well, look, I need two trucks dedicated to this and, and trailers. I said, well, I have two trucks. I have two trailers, sir, like that. And he was like, okay. So I was able to get a pallet contract just like that. And that's within three weeks of me um, 
with my authority and everything. So gotcha. I made that video and that post before and everybody like, hey, how you getting dedicated lanes and all that stuff? And I'm just like, well, this is what I did. This is what I do. So, so hold on. So you said you, you just stumbled upon that place? You were delivering there or something? Yeah, like I, I actually found it on Convoy. Convoy, Convoy. I found it on Convoy. So it was on their load board, but then you were there and then yeah. you just started talking to them direct and see you, Convoy. Yeah. Nah, I ain't going to say y'all supposed to be doing it. <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's how it goes down sometimes. Right. You know I mean, what I'm it's saying? Just happy, you feel me? Right, <laughs> so right, right. That's how I was able to get that pallet contract. Okay. How long yeah. did you run that for? I ran it for like, I would say about six months. Okay. Got about you. a good how, six how months. How was the pay? It was on nice. It. it was nice. It was like, decent? Yeah, it was decent. Like, we was going from what? Houston to uh, Streetport, Louisiana for 1200 Okay. That was a good money, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're running, you running that, and then you're also doing the Amazon. Doing the Amazon. And you, and you start, you're growing now, right? Yeah, I'm growing. So you I'm grow big shit all now. the way to 14, 17 trucks. All right, so tell me when things got start going wrong, or when, that day that things go wrong, what happens, like, when things start going Man, it was December the 15th. Damn, she remembers the exact day. <laughs> it was December you know, the 15th. You know what time it was when the email Man. came through? <laughs> Man, no, nah, I, I don't. I, it was definitely like early well, the in the morning. Came through. So this what happened. Uh-oh. So I was trying to recover the load, right? By the time I found somebody, like my drivers all scattered. I found somebody that can recover because I was to the point where like, man, I'm about to go recover this load. Hold up, t- tell the whole story though. We recovered a load from where? What happened? It was in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. And the one of your drivers took the road, took the load, and the truck broke down. Okay. All right, in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. So I was like, this happened on. Actually, it happened on a Thursday. Friday, I was like, man. If I don't find about I'm about to book a flight and I'm just going to have to go up there and I'm going to have to whatever. You know, I put something on the board, be like, hey, I got to cut a load. Can somebody, you know, take care of it for me or whatever? Yeah. Full trailer load? Yeah, full trailer. Everything's in the trailer. Big, big money. Big money. Big High money. ticket, electronics. <sighs> big money. Yeah. So, and you know, they they have um on their on their freight, they have like, you know, the, the sensors. Not the sensors, but the, uh, the what you call it when you, um, God, what you call it? They have the um, the trackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that truck sit for too long. Right. You know, they like, yo, what's going on? You right. know what I'm saying? Especially right. high value. So I'm before I, I said, okay, it's morning time. I mean, it was it happened on the Thursday? I said, okay, Friday, if if nothing's shaking, I'm gonna have to go up there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then I thought about like I'm going up there with no truck. So I, I'm either going to book a flight, try to meet somebody up there, because I know I probably could have got a recover. But by that morning time, Friday morning, they called me like, hey, uh, what's going on with this trailer? You know, we see that the, you know, the drivers broke down and all that. And I'm just like, okay. I said, I'm working out a plan. I'm trying to get a recovery truck. So you already knew what was going on. I already knew. Right. By that afternoon, I got another truck broke down. Mm. By that afternoon, I get another call. You know, by the guy who's like, yo, Jay, we can't we can't be having this. I'm like, I know it's just, you know, trucks, you know, getting issues. So it's, there are two breakdowns. It's two breakdowns. The, you're in, you're in one communication on Thursday with the and guys. One on Friday, right. You're talking with the drivers, but the two trucks are broken down. B- both okay. Of them. All right. Both of them. Okay, keep on going. So then I get an email, like I said, on Friday morning. And then I get the driver called me and said his truck broke down. So that's when I get another email. So I had to call like, hey, I got two trucks. The guy called and said, hey, Jay, we can't have this. Mm. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm trying to, I'm trying to know we can't. This is high value equipment. Obviously, you don't have the proper equipment to run this lane. Mm. We're gonna have to pull you off of this. Mm. I was like, well, no, no, no. We're gonna like, I, ch- I ch- kept trying to work it out, right? You know, like it's like somebody breaking up with me, and I'm like, no, we are gonna make this work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
I love you. We go, I love you. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and, and man, oh and the drivers are making money. My owner operators are making money. My trucks is making money. So it was just like, man. So when that happened, um, what happened? I got another driver to deliver. They wasn't able to deliver to Monday. And then another truck wasn't so was able to deliver. A week late? No, no, no. It was Friday. It was one from Thursday, deliver okay. on Monday, so and like the other one from Friday. Four five days. And the, the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And well, did it deliver all good? Everything was dead. I mean, no everything issues. was good. Yeah. It was just but it's just the time sensitiveness of it. Yeah. And that and it ripped my it ripped <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, like, you making all that money and it's just like something just Go just like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I looked at it, I'm like, man, I worked so hard to get my company to this point. Like, I was at the peak. And then for something like this to happen, I couldn't be mad at the drivers. You know, I know I'm a trucker. So it's like, I know trucks break down. It's just a part of the business. Facts. But I'm just like, yo, man, this was a big, you know, contract. So I'm like, those two, these two trucks broke down. I still got all these other drivers to tell them, like, yo, we're not going to be able to run this lane. Mm. You know, we're not going to be able to do this. By this time, you know, I had, I think I had two drivers, two on our road, like, ah, oh, man, I can't be having this. I got to go. I'm like, man, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, bro, I was to the point where like, man, I'm, it just, things just start just, just going just, down. It's what it is It was just point. going, at this and, point. And the lane, it was just one lane that you were running, all the trucks? Like, it was one lane, So man. it was sweet. The it guys so knew what easy. they was doing. They loved it. They had a schedule planned out the whole week. You can't beat they that. They love it. And yeah. it was like. You know, they're like, I, I can go over here and do, man, just go, on, go, man. Cause right. at this I can point, do bad by myself. Right. Because <laughs> at this point, and you know, and, and that's another deal. Um, it wasn't my first time failing at something. So I know how it feels to just get punched when you fail. You know, it's like, you already, I'm already right here. Yeah. And then you want to punch me and I got to hear your mouth and right. well, how this happening. I told, I told. Big John or Billy John, and and I told him, man, y'all them trucks ready. They should have been on the lane. You know, I'm here and I right, listen. Right, right. Look, yeah, man, I'm just all. trying to give everybody opportunity at this point. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we were still able to do some more stuff um, with relay, but it was it's not the same. Like it's like, bro, y'all playing with my money at this point. So that's when I had to call JB Hud. I just needed something to hurry up and make that transition to keep these guys moving. Okay, it wasn't the same money. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so what are you doing? Power only with JB Hunt? They was now? doing power only. Okay. They was doing power only. But I mean, like so, you said, it wasn't right. And then we had to with the ones that had the trailers, we had to get on the load boards. You know what I'm saying? Find some stuff until I figure out like what else is out there. Mm. But again, December, you know, this is around the time that everything starts slowing up going into January, February. That's just how trucking works, period. Stuff don't really start picking back up until like March. Right. Unless you run it like reefers. Reefers all year round. Right. So we just we just making little dollars, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So um, by February, going into March, I started having some some stuff in my operations. You know, I had somebody that was in my company, and pretty much this person was running trucks under my authority. Mm. When they just said they had the whole, you know, had my name on the trucks, had my DLT and all this stuff. Everything was, you know, they they really running the full operations. Supposedly they had um some lane from Houston going into Louisiana. And the way they did my carrier packets was they put their account information on there and oh, not wow. the company's account. Oh wow. So everything was the same, just the banker info. So right? Keep this, yes. So <laughs> 
<laughs> I get a call. Someone's scammers and trucking, man. Man, I get a call. And this is the stuff they don't want to talk about. It's just so much scammers. They don't want to talk about this. They don't want to talk about this. March, I get a call. And um, it was a DOT officer like, yeah, you know, I got a, I got a, uh, I'm not going to put the man name out yeah. there because, you know, my people still looking for you. Mm. But anyway. No. <laughs> Ooh. Now we good, Ooh, but okay. we not good. Edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I get a call. It was like, yeah, you know, I got one of your drivers here, but he's not on the insurance. And I said, well, who's this? Who's this guy? And he said a name. I'm like, man, I don't know that man. He said, well, you got Jay Rich on the trucks, and this your DOT, your MC number, and all what? this. And I was like, bro, that is not my driver. This not. <laughs> I don't know who this man is. What? And so. Um, God, what happened? I think the guy was told him don't move or something, and mm-hmm. he ended up just leaving anyways. And so I start having people like investigate, like what's going on, like what is this? You know, I didn't, I didn't get no information on what was going on till a month later, because I'm like, okay, did you get the driver's name and get all this? The guy had the DLT person email me pictures of you know the truck yeah. and the VIN number. I need the driver's license and all this stuff, right? Right. So I told him, well, get his number and everything. And make sure. So the guy got all his information. He told him, well, don't move. I'm not going to let him move or whatever because, you know, this is against the law. You know, he was doing this spill as a cop. Right. Um, The guy ended up leaving because okay. they, I think they had to rotate or whatever. And I guess somebody probably thought he was just out of service, which he was, but yeah. he was not supposed to leave. Got you. Period. Yeah. So what happened was. So he had like a way station or something. Yeah, like that. I had just, the guy information. Yeah, he was just at he the just way sitting station. there and he just bounced. Right when they changed, shit. they had a random little inspection yeah, yeah, and he yeah. got caught. Yeah. So I had the guy information and I started going investigation mode. So I started getting with some of my people and I'm like, "Yo, I need y'all to figure out who is this guy? You know that was running under my authority. This man had my numbers. I mean, like he was really part of Jay Rich. So th- I mean, was he doing it or was he working for somebody else who was doing it? So I had someone in my company that basically had, like I told you, right. they had a whole situation going on. Right, you said and, that. And the people was just like, "Oh yeah, you know they they approved everything. He just was not on my insurance." So wow. he was running with my numbers on his truck. Yeah. However, this man was not part of my company. Now, at all. now, now, did the driver know what he was doing? Yeah, he knew what he was okay, doing. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. That's why I'm looking for him now. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, because I'm saying that the guy who booked the load no. or whatever could have just said, "Nah, it's all good." Like, no. be straight. That man. Knew. Sometimes drivers don't know exactly. Man, no, no. Well, they do know who it he is. Do, he because he know. wasn't. He didn't have a COI. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. it's he, like he you know, knew. He know. He know. He know. He so know. again, like, <laughs> so, what? How does that even happen? Like, yeah, why? It's a dirty industry. I tell people all the time, "He's going to be the wolf of the sheep." And it's another like me being a female, and I, I don't. I'm not one to carry that. Oh, I'm a female and, you know, I get beat up and, you know, bullet. No, that's not it. Like, I have to have a strong arm in this industry because if not, I get run over. I have to, like, I have to book. I have to show them that H-Town in me. That's facts. Yeah. So if I don't, like I said, I was the sheep. So me trusting and all that. So like I told you, a whole month later, right? So I'm going back and forth with Progressive because Progressive get word that this driver wasn't on insurance. So I end up having to go through a whole appeal with them because they like, well, we're going to have to freeze up your insurance until we figure out what's going on. They thinking I'm running like trucks under, you know, running my authority without the right. trucks. Oh my shit, Like I'm playing games. Insured. I'm like, man, I really don't know this man. Yeah. This man is really like, they was just running under my authority without, I mean, I'm not going to say that. 
they just had the numbers on there. They right. had the decals, like, and really they was running because DOT not really heavy coming off of 10, like right there in Louisiana area. Like, it's real, like, chill. Okay. So I can I can see how they was like, yeah, we just going to run a play. We ain't going to say nothing. And I'm just going to play. These people's getting paid and everything. So, progressive. We're going into, like, this, the end of March, going into April, progressive had me on a whole appeal and basic investigation where I couldn't run nothing. Right. Like, it was a whole freeze, and I've never shared this before. I shared it with a few people, and they're like, Jay, you'll never know. Like, you, you had, and I had to hold it together because it was just right. like, I plan, plan C at this point. Facts, you know what I'm facts. saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was in on appeal, I mean, in appeal investigation with, um, with Progressive, and I started, I found out who the guy is or whatever. I had one of my people call. And they was like, hey, man, um, were you were you running a trucking company? Were you running for a trucking company? Like, they try to finesse the situation so the guy won't get scared and just hang up. Yeah. And so, finally, my people had told me, the guy was like, man, look, man, this man called and he was like, look, man, we've we got a lane and I can pay y'all more on this. Just, you know, you got to keep everything on the low. I mean, it was just some crooked shit. Seriously. But, but why you, though? Man, because. But it, of all the companies he could have done that to, why why? Jay I Rich? think. And this is this is some serious stuff because it was more like a family relationship. Okay. And I felt like as I was evolving, it was some like jealousy okay. going on. But as I was evolving, I was I was like, yo, we in this together. I got you. You got me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was I was building all that stuff, but I couldn't do that by myself. Gotcha. And so you know, I had people that was like. Man, you know, I'm, I'm missing some money. And I go back like, hey, did they run this lane? And I don't know. I don't know. It was one of those situations. Mm. So, again, I was so involved into the hustle that I wasn't, like, really dive deep into my business as I should. Right. I mean, as I should right. should have been. You know, right. I should have been really paying attention to the numbers, really paying attention to, like, what was going on. But I had so much trust because it's like, you see me start at the bottom. Like, how can you do something to me like that? Yeah. So yeah. it's one of them things. So it's somebody who's close. It was somebody that was close. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ones who get you yeah. every time. Yeah, like family, close. <laughs> wow. And so when that was going on, I had to take a mental break, right? So I had to get with some of my drivers. And I was just like, yo, yo, this is what's going on, right? I had some trucks that I was still making payments on. I came back to some of the guys that wanted to become on the operator. Like, listen, y'all could just take over on these payments. You know, I'm, I'm just... Here you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just so done to the point where it was just like, man, I think I was more hurt than anything because it's like to see somebody that was that close to you to do something like that, it was like, damn, man, is this is this really business? Is this what I really need to prepare myself for? Right, right, right. You know, you really can't have no heart and feelings into that, you know? I mean, into business to the point where you lose and you get off track. Because it was sometimes I, I look back, I'm like, man, I did trust that person with this and that. And right. That, you know what like, I'm saying? Like, man, it was, maybe I did something right. wrong. Like, right. I shouldn't have been so open with information <laughs> yes. and all that. Right. And, and you know, and it was like, it, it just taught me a lot of um, having my business stuff together. Like, having these, you know, legal documents involved. Having, you know, contracts involved. You know, and now, like, even right now my business, I take care of all the money. Nobody signs my checks. Nobody doing nothing. I don't even trust accountants right. until I'm face to face with you, and I'm like, "What's happening? 
Wait a minute, what you doing? Right there? You know what I'm saying? Cameron says accountant handles my money, but I double check. I double check you know all saying? the time. I have yeah, to. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. that taught me a very valuable lesson. But then I, I talked to some of like I have some OGs that, you know, they're not on social media, nothing like that, but I can call them and they like, I told them what was going on. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, you know Freddie. Freddie went through the same thing, man. Yeah, Freddie had to pull up on one. I was like, wait, 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 this is normal. <laughs> You know, like, right, 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 I wasn't right. prepared for, like, this is not like, yeah, man, Jay, you know that still happened, man. It's yeah, cool. ain't no it's, big deal. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, bro, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this. Like, right. I was at my peak. But hearing some of the OGs that been out here longer than me go through and went through some of the same experiences, it kind of helped me like, okay, yo, Jay, you did this shit in less than a year. Right. You feel me? Like, you built this company in less than a year. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. Yeah, you had a snake that was next to you. Yeah, that snake bit you bad. But guess what? You you got some medicine. Now, what you going to do now? Right. So, I always tell people, like, I've never really, like, fully shared what really happened. I had, like, a vision board, and I told people, they like, Jay, you'll never know. Because I'm like, i always been a person I got to be optimistic. I feel like, yo, I'm a spiritual person. God didn't, like, lead me all the way to this peak to just, like, yo, I need to. He led me to that peak because he knew where else I was going, and that person wasn't supposed to be involved in that next move. There you go. And so- now it, I have clarity. I kept beating myself up. So those trucks, I'll tell her, hey, Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> here you go. You know, bank like, well, man, do you want now, nah, man? Here, here you go. Here you go. Next. You want this truck? What you want? The blue or red one? Okay, right. here you go. <laughs> I wow. was just real, but I was I, I was happy that I was able to do that for them. Yeah, you was like for Oprah them. in the in yeah. The, uh, you get a truck, you get a truck, you get a truck. I was just want to get. I, I think I kept one with my I, the one I kept, Lord, the one I kept, and I'm talking about I just uh, a gas blew in it or something, and it was like dude was like I was gonna be this much. I like man, look, man, just just park that thing right there, and um, I get somebody fixing one. <laughs> hey, it's just I got so. Broken and tired of just the whole deal. I never understood when people be like in trucking. Oh man, I just I don't want to own no trucks. I didn't understand it till I was in a position where I said I didn't want to deal with none of this. Mm, yeah, got you. Got it was you. a lot of responsibility as a boss because you got to take care of your people. So I was like telling my people like, "Yo, I heard this person over here got this, so go over there. I heard this got this, go over there, whatever." So I kind of fell back a little bit, and I had to restructure everything like. What is it do I need to do and how I need to do this next move? Right. I had to do a lot of praying and everything. And that's when I started sharing different mistakes. And that's when I started getting these clients just rolling in like, yo, yeah, Jay, you know, this happened to me and this happened to me. And it's crazy because I sit back. And I'm like, man, I thought y'all was all winning. Like, y'all made it seem like shit, I was the only one doing something right. wrong. You right? was the first, first one to talk and it made everybody else come yeah. out. Like you know? I'm depressed and I'm like, and all the people, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somebody understand. Wait a minute. Y'all was the feeling too. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> so right. When I started getting all the people, it was just like, man, like just being able to be open and share different experiences. Like, damn. so that's why I get a lot of people like, they you so knowledgeable of this industry or yeah. whatever. And it's because of my failures. I just. A realist on it is because of my failures. Of course, I had rebuilt another company mm-hmm. that was low key. It don't have nothing attached to Jay Rich and Big Jay Rich and nothing. Okay. But I learned how to move now. You know, I had to go through that experience and know, like, even with having people in my company, like, who to hire, how much 
visibility I need them to be into my company or whatever. Right. You know, right. and it's like I've still kind of got like a little, you know, wall up because it's like I don't want to. That's a hurt that I don't want to ever feel again. That's a fact. That's a yeah. fact. All right. So so that kind of brings us to the part where you share your testimony and you start mm-hmm. having people reaching out to you, so forth and so on. So let, let's talk about some of those things that you kind of implemented into these other businesses and 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 kind of talk about how far you you go into like helping like what part what role do you play cuz i see you doing everything from helping to find with drivers yes. from helping with loads mm-hmm. to you know what i'm saying T- telling people hey there's an open lane here like you're doing a little bit of everything so how involved are you and how do you decide like how involved you're going to be with somebody's company tell like how did how did that kind of progress right so the first thing is um, cause a lot of people been like word of mouth or they catch me on Instagram and I made some posts or something. So I tell them, I say, listen, I don't work with everybody. So I do initial one-on-one consultation and I want to first see if I'm able to assist you. And I have to tell you, you're going to have to trust the process. It's going to be times that, Hey, you might look like drivers just falling apart or they just leave your company. But if I feel like they not an asset of where you trying to go, you're going to have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Period. So I get involved to the point where I first tell them, I need you to trust me. I need to see your finances. I need to see what, you know, I need to see what income has been coming into this, you know, company. Have y'all been profit? I need to see your fuel statements. I need to see almost everything involved because that's how I'm able to actually audit and assess your, do an assessment on your company, really see like where you went wrong at. And what are you looking for? Failures. Okay. Mistakes. Okay. You know, um, and that will help me to draw the line on how we're going to fix the issues. Right. So you can't tell me and say, yeah, I need drivers at my company and all that. Well, what's going on? Right. How are you as a person? You know, um, even as owners, I tell them like, yeah, you're the boss of the company, but you're going to have to have some kind of compassion. You're going to have to, you know, get to a point where you're going to have to learn how to talk to people. I, I've had people where I had to, you know, mentor on even talking because I had somebody, well, you need to just, oh, no, nah, baby. Because if I was a driver, you wouldn't even be able to handle me like this. It's a way that you communicate with people. You'd be surprised how many CEOs do not know how to communicate. Mm. This goes back to my corporate America days. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's a difference in how you have to communicate when you're a small mom and pop carrier based on or or com- in comparison to a larger carrier? Like, is there more be- because you're small, you have to communicate in a different way to these drivers because they look at you as small? Right. As opposed to when you're working for a corporate mega carrier like a J.B. Hunt or mm-hmm. one of those carriers, you know, you have management and all these different, you know, levels to where it's like, yeah, you could you couldn't just be a number and you'll stay with that company as long as they paying you good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you think there's a difference when you talk about communication? I, I think on both ways, I feel that communication need to be there, period, mm-hmm. you know, because just as the person all the way at the bottom is just as much, you know, hold as much weight as a person all the way at the top. Facts. You know, you not able to be in your position at the top without having this person that's right here at the bottom. That's right. So I feel like integrity plays a big part of whether you in management, CEO, whatever, you got to have integrity. Mm. You have the way, you know, people respect you. Because at the end of the day, you could be a manager and you still a goofy. <laughs> <laughs> You can be a CEO, big goofy. You feel me? You big goofy around here. So people going to talk to you any kind of way. Or you can be somebody, a man or a woman of integrity and respect, and you're going to have people that respect you. So as a small business, you know, um, it's, it's not that many people involved. So you want your small business to grow. 
which means it's the foundation is building the relationships is building like, you know, Hey, I'm building this, this bricks. The culture. I'm bricks. Yes. So it, you do play a major part. I mean, I'm sorry. Communication plays a major part while building a small business. Now, right. of course you got, got the JB Hunts, like their driver retention is like, yo, one driver on, one three drivers off. Right. You know, <laughs> another driver on, five more than lift. You know, 100%. so they can, they can, they have that, and then they have a lot of weight in the industry, being that they got the big they contracts. Got, they got the contracts, right. right? They had a big contract, so a lot of drivers go running like, oh, they got all the work and all that versus a small business, right? And stuff. Yeah. So they have more leverage. They have way more know, leverage. So, yeah. I mean, even though, like you said, they should treat everybody like humans but they like, should like you said because they have that leverage and people need jobs sometimes right. they get away with being a little disrespectful at times right and, and, and drivers <laughs> get into a real talk and drivers get into a survival mood where they just like you know what i'm just had to deal with it and it's unfortunate yeah. I, I don't want no driver to ever feel like you have to deal with anything i remember just recently i had to deal with a situation and um i was waiting for a check to clear i was waiting some nothing the money haven't cleared yet i had a drive like yeah somebody told me that you got the money you just ain't paying babe my 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 name is everything in this industry you would not put nothing bad on jay rich name if something happened trust and believe me it's not because of jay rich right. you know so i sometimes you know people be like nah you can't talk to jay like that jay going to look out jay going to do this cuz i go hard for drivers cuz yeah. i been a driver. right and i've been in a situation where i didn't had you know, somebody I, I run all across the country and, oh, man, um, we still waiting for the, the money. Man, look, I got a son. Right. Like, what you mean? I'm pulling up, boy, y'all y'all living good. And I'm over here struggling in this truck. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I need my money, you know? So right. I understand that when things go, you know, left, it's like you have to be that 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 mediator. You got to be that peace and and be be able to have that understanding, but drivers got to be able to trust you. Mm. So as a CEO, if something happened in your company, it's like drivers got to be able to tr- trust your word. Your word is everything. So y'all make sure you doing eighty percent of the time. You need to be performing at an A. So when that twenty percent happen and it's a D and F, they understand. Okay, that's cool. I can respect that. Yeah. Now I understand. I give you more time. It's cool. I'm not going nowhere. But if you're not performing at a eighty percent A. You're not going to get your respect. Communication going to be off or whatever. So I teach my clients like communication, building the culture. Um, even when it comes out to onboard, I ask my like, oh, man, the driver asked me for $250, you know, and all that. Bro, you can afford $250. My, my fee alone, you came to my office and I said- this is what this ticket is. You paid it. So mm-hmm. if this is the person that's gonna make your money in your in your company, you need to pay this. Point blank period. Right. Yeah. Right. Is so, there ever a time where that could come back to bite you though? What? Like when you pretty much let me see how I say this. Um, you know, you 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 allow for certain things just ba- like if, if a driver needs something and you go out of the out of what your norm the scope of what you normally how you normally handle mm-hmm. business for that driver for that one time right like hey I need I need two fifty now can I get that in advance right? right you do that but maybe that happens again and maybe that happens again like is there any time when doing that like and not having a structure and saying you know what we don't do that in this business I'm sorry mm-hmm. that's just not how we operate you know I'd love to do it but. We just can't, right? Because you're mm-hmm. you're kind of setting the tone that you know you operate a certain way, and you can't really change it for anybody. Or do you bend and you say, yeah, you know, I, I got you? Because I've been in certain situations myself mm-hmm. where I've done things done things for drivers just on the strength of just trying to look out, right? But it doesn't always 
it doesn't always help you because people don't always appreciate what you do for them. Mm-hmm. And then they look at it like, well, you did it the last time. Why can't you do it this time? Or whatever the case may be. And some people do appreciate it, but right. it just could bite you also. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, man, I say no. Yeah. Straight up. Man, you just got a $1,500 check. Where your money at? <laughs> right. Real talk. I got, And I have to talk like that with them because it's like, you know, yeah, bitch, I, oh, man, you know, I had that. Man, that's not my business. I got a family like you do. Right. So you need to do better with your money management. So yeah. if it's like, if I know it's a driver, and it depends on the driver too. If a driver, if I know that driver been hustling, 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 and maybe a check didn't clear or something, I'm like, look, don't worry about it. I'm going I'm to give you this. And that's going to hold you over. And then I'm going to just take the money once the check clear or something like that. Then yeah. I do something like that. But as far as somebody that's just, oh, I need another 250 I need another 200 I need another. Nah, I'm not yeah. doing that. Because, I, I mean, we're, we're right. like the only industry that really does stuff like yes, that. Yes, the only. You, you know what I'm saying? The like, only. <laughs> we're, we're the only industry that's going to look out, hey, I need this. I need right. that. Shoot me this cash app. Shoot me this Venmo. Right. And we do it. Right. Because we love our drivers and we want to look we out for take them. Care. We want to take care of them. But when you look at it from a business business standpoint it's yeah. not you're not really operating correctly no you're not you're and they not. And, and they would never understand that and right. you can't expect them to but that's why a lot of the big carriers have like just operation like certain things in place like right. sops and, and and as small businesses we don't have that a lot because no. we're just trying to make it we're just trying right. to make it happen and that's you know what, what happened to me the first time because i had to i was like hey jay can i can i have this you know and just take it out my check oh yeah, yeah i got you i'm yeah. gonna take it out. i'm gonna take it out take it out but then of course at the end of the day yeah that piece will bite you because you're looking like man I've been doing a lot of just giving, 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 you know, but it depends too, because if I know that I'm bringing in the money, it was, I sometimes used to be like, yo, that's just your bonus. It's cool. You've been doing good. It's like, you got to be a top dog driver, you know, because I'm like, yo, you deserve that. You feel me? But if I see somebody that's slacking and his driver barely, you know, he want to come to work when he wants to. My wife told me (laughs) I need to come home because... You know, the toilet just stopped the type of driver. Nah, bro, I'm not about to play with you like that. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. it could get wild. I, I had a driver one time, well, well, a, a driver who was kind of like that, who always needed like a little extra help, right. always needed an advance and stuff like that. And it was cool because he was one of those guys, like go-to guy. You yeah. know how you got those go-to guys that whenever you need them, they'll be in Eat bed at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right, I'll be there. What right. time I need to be there? 6 o'clock, may get there at 6, 6 37, exactly. but they're going to get there, right? You got those go-to guys. So he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And at first, everything was great, but then he started getting a little bit dependent mm-hmm. on the other side. Like when it was good for me, I guess I was like, yeah, it's cool. But then right. he got dependent. And one time, he 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 his wife was in a situation where... I hope they're not watching this, but his wife was in a situation where their car got impounded, right? For some reason, crazy. And she couldn't find him. She was trying to call him or whatever. And she called me mm. and like, yo, I need money to get the car Ooh. out the impound. I'd, and I'm had, like, I'd have had that before. I'm like, yo, yo, like this, this man's wife feels comfortable calling me. Right, 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 right. Like, that's wild. And I'm and I'm oh, putting a position of like, what do I do with right, that? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 it's just a strange position to be in because it's like, you know, like a CEO, like if you work for, you know You couldn't do that. CH Rob well, not CH Robinson, but whatever, Mega Carrier, JB Hunt, JB Hunt you couldn't do or that. whatever. Yeah. You're not doing that. No, you're not. Your you're wife's not, not calling the, oh, man. you know, the 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 CEO <laughs> of JB Hunt and saying, yo, you know, I need, yeah, I need to get not my doing car So it's 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 hard. It you know is. what I'm saying? It's hard like trying to manage, like balance that, like what's good for 
what's good for your business and what's good for your drivers. Because you want to be like when you get in the business, especially us, like we want to get in the business and we want to like be everything. Like yes. we want to do things differently than and, and treat our people differently than the way we were treated. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you kind of get into that mindset, but that doesn't, that could be a detriment to you. Yeah, as well. it really could. And that's what I'm kind of getting at. Because yeah. we love our drivers. Love them. The love backbone em. of, of, any business and right. they the do core. Any, they the core. They the bloodline, but you still have to be smart. And you have to run a Absolutely. business the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't have wise call my phone. Um, when Junior get paid, this account I need you to put it in, baby. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it is you know, and you know it's a tough situation because you know I know what these drivers be doing sometimes, <laughs> and so. Right. You like, I know the real reason Junior right. ain't got no money. So I, I'd be like, well, ma'am, I can't do that. But I will call Junior and I'm going to tell you like Junior. Now, let me tell you something. Now, I know what you be doing out there. And it'll make no sense that your family up here needing money. You out here tricking and flipping. You feel me? So, you know, I'm, and it's crazy because, again, oh, we going back to me being the boss, the CEO. Right. Got to come talk to some drivers like that. Like, come on. And so they be like, man. You right, Jay. You right, Miss Jay. You know I, I'm gonna do right. I'm gonna do right. You know she should be getting on my nerves. Right. She be getting on my nerves. Look, boy, I want to hear your problems. Send that that woman some money home. Right. Send that money because you gonna get out of my truck. Because if that woman busts out anything, yes. me and you is gonna have some problems. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So, oh man, I done had it all. It can get real personal. Yeah, it gets and, real personal and crazy. Yeah. You it know? get crazy. But you know, it's just a, it's the game. Yeah. And she got saying? mad at me. I'm like, look, baby. <laughs> Maybe your husband wife from my company, not you. I'm sorry, but right, right. Yeah. And, and and that's even illegal. Yeah, it is. Like think about from a litigious standpoint, you do something like that, you have yourself into you think you're looking out for the family and right. you sending payroll to he somebody can sue who's, me. who's not on the payroll. Exactly. You know what I mean? So oh, man. you just gotta be careful. Yeah, is basically what you I'm got to. putting out there. You got you know to what I'm saying? I've learned that with dealing with like investors. Oh my god, I had some investors. And they was like, oh, I got a truck. And they put the drive, but they don't understand the business. So when business is not doing good, they like, yo, um, yeah, we, we need the money. We need the money and all that stuff. So when I started showing them what, what's going on in the truck, and it's like, man, Jay, I didn't know all this go down. Like, I thought all I had to do was just buy the truck, put the drive in it, and it's just supposed to move. No, right. baby. It's way more to this industry. It's like, I tell a truck, a truck is more for preparation. You got to do a lot of preparation right. before you really start a business yeah. in trucking, period. Yeah. You it's a lot of preparation. You gotta make sure you got a lot of money put to the side. It's you know, it's just a lot, even with payroll, maintenance, you know, your fuel, whatever. You gotta have that money already, like at least two to three weeks up front first before that truck even get on that road. I tell people that. Right. What, so, what what do you think about investors getting into the business and not really <laughs> caring about the operational aspect of trucking they just want to they, they think it's a quick flip what what's your what's your your, your viewpoint on it's that? annoying it's annoying and where do you think that came from like with that 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 mindset man i'm not about to put that on camera <laughs> man i'll try to set jay up real quick i'm just saying i'm not doing that came from jay wait i will say a lot of these people were sold on some dreams out here okay, okay. and they felt like because you had this money i got this truck 
you know, and it's like right now, I don't deal with no investors on my own business. You got to be on operator. You got to have your own stuff. You know, I only want to deal with your fuel. Bring your own fuel course. Once you finish that work, it's going to be deposit and boom, here's your money. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just like that you pay your insurance, any little administration fees. I make it as simple as possible because I remember the stress that I had when I was running that first company. And, you know, you have people that's like, oh, well, you know, um, my truck, I don't understand why my truck not making this and stuff. Then when I get down to it, you know, you got your fuel cars wide open. So anytime a driver stop, they filling up. Right. You losing money in that angle. Facts. You know, Facts. Um, you got your truck. You're talking about, I don't want my truck going this certain place or whatever or that doing this. So you missing some money over here. Like it's all kind of variables why your truck is not making money. So when I basically do a breakdown and they be like, oh, I didn't know that. A lot of them don't even know what MPGs are. Right. You know, they don't right. know how to calculate your fuel. You know, before you even book a load, you're supposed to already know how much fuel is going to be off there where you can calculate and hopefully your truck won't break down that this is the money that you can profit off this lane. Yeah. You feel me? So when I get into the, you know, the real critical part of right. how you're supposed to run your operations, right. they like shock, like, man. Right. Every, so, every little dollar counts, even like toll roads and stuff, man, stuff like that. People don't understand. There's a different route. You know what I mean? What yeah. you could save, the driver's going to run that route because right. he wants to get there quicker and not, you know, it's, it's more convenient for him, but there's a cheaper route for him to take exactly. that same time. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, and I love that, you know, the people that have come and they was like, Jay, we just spent so much money here and there and we just been misguided. So again, they come. We sit down, I do an audit assessment, and I give them a 90-day plan. Okay. And they, it's like, and then I teach them as, you know, as I'm building, like I show them mistakes. I say, look, this is what you went, this way you went wrong. This is what you need to do going forward and everything. So when it happened, it's like, they just be lost. They be like, man, I I just, I didn't think it was like this. Oh, you thought you're supposed to get a truck, put a driver, and it's just going to move. No, baby. Right. It's more to it than that. You know, so- I love that I'm in a position where I'm in the instructor role. You know, you, you know, I'm gonna say in trucking, I'm the coach, the mentor, the instructor. You know, and I just, I, I, I've gained so much from people. Like I just love the energy that they're like, man, thank you because I was going downhill. You know no what doubt. I'm saying? No doubt. And but I, but I'm relatable. Yeah. I've been there. Facts. I know how that feels, on you know? Ev- on every end. Oh, on, on every, every aspect end. of the yes. game. Yes. From the driver on the operator, fleet owner. Like, there's nothing that you can't tell me about this industry. No period. doubt. Period. What, what does a 90 day plan look like? Is it like a certain framework that you use, or is it just different for everybody? Give me an idea. So, it's different from like. everybody. So, it depends if you're a startup company. If you want that already, you know, you already functioning and everything's good, then you just ready to scale up. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, everybody thinks scaling up your company, oh man, I have to buy more trucks. I need to buy more equipment. There's other ways to scale up your company. Mm-hmm. So it depends on where you at in your business where I'm able to take your company and this and get from plan A, B, and C. So 90-day plan is like depending on what mistakes they have. We got to fix these mistakes. So probably the first 30 days, we're working on just all the mistakes. We're trying to flip this company from failure to a success. Right. So that first 30 days, we're working on bettering your company, fixing the mistakes. You know, we might have to do some rebuilding. You might have a a, a driver that, you know, probably was lacking. So we're going to have to have a one-on-one with this driver, tell the driver, like, listen, you are doing this, but now I need you to do this. You Mm. know, your performance level is at a zero. 
you know, and I, we need you performing at a 100%. That's the only way we're going to be able to, you know, grow the company. And I always tell them, say, for instance, they having problems with a driver. I say, don't get rid of them. You know, you're going to have to give them some, you know, like have a one-on-one because a lot of times they just had the drivers in the trucks and drivers is doing whatever. Right. And the reason being, they know they that person don't know nothing about the business. <laughs> right. So it's like, <laughs> hey, you got to drive like, yo, man, I'm about to make my love. Eight hundred dollars, and I'm good. I'm going home, right. you know. And best, so they look, best job I ever had. Right, this the best. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I run what I want. So you know, having that is like, you know, that's not me knocking. Hey, you good with eight hundred dollars? Yeah. That's you. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, as far as a, a business perspective, yeah. a business owner, somebody that's like the CEO of their little company, and you just run it however you want to. You're gonna have to put your foot down. You're gonna have to come back to the table with the driver and say, listen. We're not making no money, so we're going to need you to start doing this, mm-hmm. you know, so we both can win. So I tell them it's all about understanding communication. If that driver come back, like, well, I just like to do this. Right. Well, sir, this, this position is not going to work for you. A lot right. of people, they've been investors. They've been in positions where pretty much like, I don't want to lose my driver. Yeah. It's not you losing. You losing your driver is, driver help, have, you know, have your company in a situation where you're failing. So really, this person is not an asset. So I come in very raw when it comes down to my session. When they come up in this room and I get on that whiteboard, it's raw. Mm. I don't need you to tell me what I know. You've been failing. Right. Okay? What you've been doing is not working. And this is why. Yeah. So a lot of times they like, oh, wow, Jay, I'm just... Dang, I didn't know I was doing that bad. You know, I also have a system where, you know, those that have um, trucks that park, I pretty much find a system where if your truck is parked and I got people that want to buy the truck or at least lease a truck just to see, you know, get the feel of it. Okay, let's do a contract. Let's work together. So that's something that I actually put together where everybody pretty much is just winning. You got trucks that's parked. I got people that don't mind taking over the payments and you can make an additional profit on there. Under your company, you know, at the end of the day, it's just you got somebody that just want to get in the business and get a feel of it. So I came up with that. When it comes down to drivers, I only work with my clients. I didn't have people like, Jay, can you find me a driver? No, I can't because I don't know what's going on in your business. I'm not have no parts and no dealings in your company. So yeah, I could have a recruiting service where I'm like, oh, driver go over there, driver go over there. But because I'm a driver, I don't want to put drivers in a bad place and situation. And they coming back like, Jay, man, this company not working. No, I'd rather deal with the clients that I have and I help them build their company with drivers. And I get, I, you know, basically find the drivers. Your truck is parked. I'm going to find your driver. And that's how I'm able to like scale up the company so easily. And I find I get drivers quick because when I make a post and I'm like, yo, I need this. I got this lane. I like right now I got like over 52 applications, you mm. know, just from like two weeks ago, just from drivers. Got you. Yeah. So your, your social, just like your social media is that yeah. strong and people follow you just from all the years right. of trucking and all that. Exactly. You just post a job and people, people hit you they up. go. Just like that, so yeah, that's 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 a great position to be in. So that's why I'm I'm the that's how I got customers and I got direct stuff now. Yeah, and I'm actually just those people contact me warehouses. Hey, I need three trucks for my warehouse. Mm. Okay. So that's how strong it is now. And so not only for not only for the the your clients' work, but actual shippers and shippers are yeah. contacting you also saying because they see the work you putting out there, right? They like, yo, we we need we need trucks too, right? And all it takes is one warehouse. 
Okay. And then one warehouse put a good word in, and then that warehouse, like, yo, you need to get with Jay Rich to get your truck. So they're not, you know, using brokers. Mm. You know, like, I'm working as a broker. You right. feel me? But they like, no, we just want to go direct with you. Got you. So how do you manage that system, like, in terms of, like, so are these, they send you emails or are you doing any out? Like, how does that, that work come in, like, on the record? Because I see you always posting different. They call different me. Load. They're calling you every day. They call me. We and need, just saying what we need. We need 15 you. trucks. We need 20 trucks. Right now, I'm about to build out a lane going to Houston and Lake Charles. They just call me. We're going to start off with five. This this lane going to be for five to 20 trucks. So I take my clients that have those trucks and yeah. have those drivers, and they're going to be the ones that's on the lane first. Not anything left over. That's when you see me make posts on my Instagram, like, yo, I got this lane, and my customer need this. And that's going straight direct. Got you. So these loads aren't even like hitting the load board or anything yet? No. They're, they're, they're coming to you first because they, they pretty much have right. faith that you could get them taken care of. Right. Man. That's, that's major. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty major. That's major. And I, I'm, you know, again, I understand why things happened the way it did with my first company, you know, because it's like, oh, that's not, that, that wasn't your plan. My plan was to be able to be in position to help others build their trucking companies and then be the, I want, I always wanted to be the hub. I just wanted to be the person that got the work. Yeah. I got the work, man. You know, y'all go flip it. You know, this is like the game. No you feel doubt. It? We in the streets now. <laughs> No doubt, no and doubt. I'm I'm Chapo, you know. What I'm, okay. I'm Pablo, baby. Big J Rich. Big J Rich. <laughs> I, I love it. All right, so yes. so let's let's talk about some more uh, the, the the diagnostic stuff when you're looking in these companies. So mm-hmm. we talked about looking at the driver, analyzing the driver. When you say that the driver may not be a good fit, mm-hmm. are you speaking about the driver doesn't want to drive certain lanes for them, or they like what are the drivers doing wrong in most cases that you that you catch? So I'll ask them like, what have the drivers been doing right and then i asked them what have you been allowing the driver to be doing mm-hmm. so they might say oh the driver he barely doing you know barely getting to the shippers some days he don't want to work you know and all that before i tell a person just fire a driver okay now because you didn't put your foot down maybe you wasn't clear of the job description or what the driver needs to be you know need need to do for your company right we need to go back to the driver we need to talk to the driver so he can get a full understanding of how you need this operation to run you know you can't you know, have your own schedule. You know, right, right. you can't just work Mondays and Thursdays and be off Friday, Saturdays, Sundays. It doesn't work like that. Depend on what the lane is, too. Right. So once we do that, and you handle that conversation. I handle all that. So they sit back and they just watch you do it. Like, get him, Jake. Get him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's funny. <laughs> Tell him I told you. They they yeah. don't never want to be on the phone with the driver. They are like, Jake, can you talk to my driver? Like, yo, this is your driver. Right, but right, right, right. it's more once I talk to the driver, then it's like. You know, and I, I I I can't think of a time that I really just had issues with drivers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's usually like, okay, Jay, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's usually a, just a disconnect in communication. Exactly. If you know how to speak the language, you get to the yeah. bottom of what the problem and is. And they don't know the language. So right. that's why they got me. They hired me like, Jay, can you just run? Right, right, right. Because obviously I'm doing something wrong and obviously you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you got, you know, little Johnny over here like, yo, I made my hundred dollars, man. I'm going home, you know? <laughs> Yo, that is and crazy. you're suffering. You right. know, you're suffering at the end. So 
Yeah, I do all the communication with the drivers. Okay. And, you know, um, you know, with what's going on with trucking right now, it's so up and down. So with the work I have, like we could be running good for a whole, like, you know, four or six weeks. And then it's like, okay, it's a slow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I tell drivers and I try to prepare them like, y'all, prepare for the slow up. Save your money. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be kind of slow this week or the next two weeks or whatever. But then it's going to pick back up. Right. And so... um. They usually don't have no problems. It's okay. just more so just being open and just communicating. That communication is everything. I have people that say, I ain't seen my truck on my drive in months. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. That's you usually something people uh, people like boast about. Yeah. That's, I don't even see my truck. I don't even know where my driver is at. That's dumb. <laughs> this is your equipment. This is your, this right, your right, asset. Right, you right, feel me? Right. And so you need to, you know, do PMs. You need to like check, check in on your driver. Hey, man, you good? Everything going good? And so you got to, you know, you yeah. can't just have that truck just out there and just freely, you know. And then that speaks a lot about you as the, you know, CEO of your company. Like, man, my, my you know, the owner contact me and checked on me and everything. That speaks volumes, Facts. you know. So when I hear people be like, oh, I ain't seen my truck and that. What? <laughs> you ain't seen your truck. <laughs> Most dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> what, 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 what else is bleeding companies outside of, you know, poor performance from, from maybe drivers? What fuel. Are fuel. fuel. Okay. They're not managing fuel. Now, I tell people there's three things that we have no control over. The maintenance. I mean, well, if the truck break down. Uh, we can do PMs, but hey, that's out of our control. They are machines, right? So they're gonna break down. Right. Fuel, we have no control over how you know how we you know the I don't want to pay that price of yep. fuel, you know. And we have no control over when it comes down to insurance. With that, you gotta basically know how to manage that stuff. You feel me? Which means like if you doing a lane, you gotta already have your calculations, you know, your deductions out of how much it is at the end of the month when you pay your insurance. You know, number two, when it comes down to fuel, you got to like each load or each run that you're doing, you need to know beforehand, how much fuel am I going to be burning? You feel me? So now I'm doing a lot of short distance lanes and work now. You know, I'm not doing a lot of long distance any because I mean anymore because it's it's more profitable. Like people look at this, right? If I'm able to get you $6,000 on a short lane, Oh man, it's only six thousand dollars. I can do this and run longer and get eight. But are you getting eight after you deduct the fuel and the wear and tear on your truck? Trust and believe me, you're not getting eight. Right. You 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 probably getting under five. Right. You know, probably four if that. So I show them like numbers because in trucking I've learned that it's nothing but a numbers game. You know. So when it comes down to fuel, if you only need uh two hundred gallons of fuel to do something. I tell them just put an extra 20 gallons, that's 220, just in case, you know, we have to get rerouted or a little island or something like that or whatever, but put 220 gallons. That's all that's needed. Now, when you got drivers is just filling up, you know, every time they stop, you losing money. Right. So at the end of the week, when you're really doing your calculations, you could have saved anywhere between $1,000 to $1,500 on you know and, and profit more so you getting mad because you saying your truck not making money first of all the way economy is right now you know people barely getting work yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so you got to be smart all the way around with your numbers so at the end of the week if you only if you losing fifteen hundred dollars you so focused on the lows but when you your focus should be on how could i have saved money on my fuel mm. Mm. period yeah, yeah. so I get, you know, I digest 
Like I get into like the small details that people don't pay attention to. Even when it comes down to drivers, if you got a driver, they not doing a pre-trips and anything. You're not even looking at like that's a safety risk. Right. You feel me? Right. Like I've just recently, uh, it was two wrecks in Houston that happened that killed, you know, a families. You feel me? Yeah. All them trucks had to do was some pre-trips. Yeah. So now I tell them. <clears throat> got to get back to the basics, man. You got to get back to the basics. You don't even do pre-trips anymore. Post-trips. Just, right. You just, just get in the truck just and run. Just get in the truck and go. Just freely. <laughs> Kill me today. Like, bruh, you got to yeah. you got to do your pre-trips, I, man. I was walking down uh, 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 a, whatchamacallit, like a warehouse, and I saw a bunch of trucks lined up, and I didn't see one hood pop. Like, yeah. everybody get, everybody's going out for their load, but I didn't see one hood pop. People doing pre-trips, but they not even popping the hood. Yeah, no not even popping the hood. You know what I'm saying? They don't even do that no yeah, more. Like, they, they, just, they just eliminated that part. They ain't checking their fluids, nothing. Right. Just, just looking real quick. All right, we good. Yeah, right, just roll. right. Kick your tires and roll out. Nah, man, you got to really, you got to, you know, pop that hood. Yeah. You really got to walk around, got to look under. You got to do, you got to do a full pre-trip, yeah. even on the trailers and stuff. Man, them, them trailers. Lights, all well, that. Well, I be seeing them ties on there. Oh, be crazy. I, I don't be want to be a pig or nothing, but boy, I be want to report them sometimes. Like, bro, you see this sign right here? Like, so this going to kill somebody, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But, right. you know, um, that just comes from like, you want to get into this game. You want to open up your trucking company, but you don't even know the full deets of like, first you got to know the thoughts of a driver, what a driver does on a daily basis. So I walk my people through, this is what your driver's supposed to do. You know, are they turning in? Do you have the pre-trip forms, right. post-trip forms? Were they able to like, you know, check off things, you know, on the truck or whatever? So if anything happened, you didn't kept a log during the week that you didn't catch this. Right. If you was turning your logs every day and, uh, you know, probably it's something that could have been prevented. Yeah. This was on your log, but you checked that it was okay, yeah. which means you're not no doing damage. your job. Exactly. <laughs> Everything good. good. Check, Everything check, good. check, 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 and I feel like people got a little bit too comfortable in these trucks just because it's like, well, it ain't my truck. And that's the thought process. Mm. But technically, it is your truck for the being because this is what's making you money. Yeah. So this yeah. is our truck together. That's a fact. Right. Yeah. yeah that's a fact. Yeah. All right. So fuel, that's that's good. What's, what's another one? Give me give me one more. One more thing that is uh, impacting these companies. Maintenance. Maintenance. I like that one. So Talk about that. If something happens or whatever, I'm just like, fix it. You know, just just hurry up and fix it, right? But that's why it goes back to your pre-trips, your post-trips, having the money, right? So what people do is they start getting them fat checks and everything. That's why everybody crying right now. My truck park, I'm not making no money. It's broke down, something's going on or whatever. Because while y'all was making them fat checks, y'all was not putting away for your maintenance, which is a big, big, big problem for a lot of owner operators and these investors. They just look, oh, well, I have to use my credit card now. Yeah, you got to use your credit card now because you did not, (laughs) you you didn't put back for your maintenance. No maintenance account. You got no maintenance account. Yeah. You know, oh my goodness, it's going to be $10,000 and stuff. Oh my God. Really? You know, but if you would have put back, then, you know, things would have been a little bit different. Right. You know, it would have been that much of a hassle for you to pay for a part or pay for your truck to run. So I think a lot of it, I had had somebody and she's like, I just paid for this. And is there anything else? And I'm just like, listen, you can't, you cannot with these trucks, you can't just 
you know, nitpick, like, oh, fix this. Right. You'll fix it. That little bit gonna turn into something big. Yeah. So you gotta be in a position where you like, yo, let me go and fix this so I don't have to worry about that and truck running. Now I'm not gonna promise you that it's not gonna have something else that, you know, goes wrong with it. But if your mechanic says I had made a post recently when um about mechanics and they looking and say, Hey, this this right here is a problem. I said, Shh. And then I said, don't you say not a nail another word because as our operators, man, we just fixed this problem. Don't tell me right, about right, no more right, problems, right? right? right, 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 right. So, but I, I, but that's not good though. You're going to have to make sure that you have enough revenue, you know, in your account for your maintenance, have you some credit lines, have something where something happened to your truck, tell that mechanic, whatever else you see on there, just fix it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Having a good mechanic. Yeah. I Period. I say that, yeah. Well, yeah. so what, what do you recommend for a maintenance account? What's your strategy for that? For a maintenance account, minimum five thousand. Okay. Minimum five. Keep at least five thousand. Do you recommend like every settlement you put a certain amount in? Absolutely, there? absolutely. And it depends on how you run in your lanes. If you run a percentage, if you run a um, dollar per mile or something, depends on that. If it's dollar per mile, you're gonna put put away, you know. A, a certain cent, you know, 15 cents or something like yeah. that. If it's percentage, be like, okay, I'm going to put away, you know, 10, 10, 12% or something like that. You know, just put something away. You know, that's just like being in a bad marriage. You feel me? Like if I'm trying to escape, <laughs> me and this man got a joint account, like, look, man, let me put put a little money here. Okay. Just in case this Negro do something, put a little bit more money here. <laughs> Oh so my God. you gotta be smart. It's just like trucking. Yeah. Trucking be a bad marriage. Yeah. Seriously, trucking yeah. can break you, and it have it have it has broke me so many times. But now, like yeah, baby, I'm putting this I back. This. Try me now, no doubt. Try me. I'm 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 ready. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. How many clients are you working with now? Do, doing this? this oh goodness. Um. So I got Roughly. different clients right now. I'm gonna say I got like at least about 20, 25, 26. Okay. Something like that. Then I like next Saturday, I got two clients. Coming. These people been flying in. I have people coming from California. I had people come from Georgia, Florida, New Jersey, uh um Philly. I had people come from Chicago. Uh I have, you know, of course, people roll in through Texas and right, all that right, stuff. For so sure. they'd have been all over. So I try to post the videos and stuff and show people like, yo, this is what's going on. Yeah. But then I said, man, I need to start showing like what's what's happened like ninety days later because my people still good. Yeah. You know, they still running. Yeah. So so the majority of these people, they're they're not they're not fresh investors. They're already operating. It depends. Rolling. Some of them are. Some, some of them are. Fresh. Okay. Yeah. Some of them fresh and and a lot of them just been. They just misguided. Right. You know, they probably was working with some people and then, you know, money just start flushing, flushing, flushing and I get anywhere. So they come to me and I'm like the strategist. Like, okay, I don't want to hear about that. This is what we're about to do. Gotcha. This is me. Is now the time to get into truck into the trucking industry? Depends on what you're going to be doing. Talk, you got to make sure that you have that. specialized freight or if you're running into some kind of contract or something, then yes. But if you're trying to operate your company fully on low boards, it is not the time. Mm. It is not. Spot market freight, no. You're not going to survive. You know? Got you. So, so your strategy high. would be for a new a new investor, a new person who wants to be a carrier. Right. You would say what? Do what type of homework? What should you be looking for? Specialized freight. Okay. You know, pay attention to some of the, the, the stuff that I post. <laughs> okay, okay. On my page, because I always post when I post work is work. Yeah, you know what's specialized for it. Give me some examples of stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's like, you post it, so I mean it's public you know, already. It's out there, you, you know. Be, what I'm saying for the people, you know, I can't be. 
about to put all of it out there. Give me like one thing that would be considered specialized for you. People could do the dishes. People could figure out the rest. What's an example of specialized? I'm gonna say for you? specialized is like if you. Um, I'm gonna say I and I'm though I don't deal with hazmat. Okay, but if you're doing something with hazmat, okay. and that's something that I am working with with a customer, she wants me to. You know, find carriers that do hazmat, but I just tell her like, yo, these numbers got to make sense because they got to up the insurance and then some of the drivers got to, you know, invest in getting the endorsement or whatever. So, right. yeah, hazmat definitely is big right now. Got you. What's going mm-hmm. on with government contracting? Government contract is real big. Construction. Okay. So okay. I'm working on- uh, you, 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 You're a contractor, Yes, right? I am. Okay, got I'm you. working on a construction base where actually I'm going to, they want me to just build a team. So they have something you up in Weatherford. Oh, absolutely. You certified, right? Absolutely. Okay. They yeah. have something that's out there in Weatherford, and they contact me, and it was like, Jay, uh, we need to push what is a one point eight million rocks, which pretty much is going to be like a two to three year contract. Okay. So they want me to build a team up, and again, I'm still the the middle person. One point eight million rocks. Rocks. Interesting. Rocks. Like like yeah. for like patio for like like No, this is for they building um I think it's highways. Oh, for the highways. Yeah. Like And they got they have to yes, they have to they have to move one point eight million rocks. That's how they explain it to me. How how many opportunities like that do you get on a regular basis? That's being, my being actually cert- with the construction, that's my first that was my first one. Okay. Um everything else is like small. It might have something to do like with a school or something. Okay. Um no, actually, this is my second one. Okay. Uh, they they want like the uh, they want dump trucks and then they want the end dumps. The okay. other ones I had worked with was like belly dumps and some of the like eighteen wheelers was trying to that was moving steel. So we was doing dump. I mean, not dump trucks, belly dumps, and we was doing uh flatbed work. Are you pipes? Are, are you aggressively pursuing those contracts or are they just like come kind of they, coming they into came your box? To me. So it's like subcontracting. Gotcha. So they just come to me and because they know your eight A, right? So they or they, it's like word, it's word of mouth too. So some people are like the primary person on the contract. They just looking for somebody to partner up with. Mm. So those is primary. Like all I'm doing is just building out your fleet. Got That's it. it. So if you need, say for instance, Jay, we need you know twelve, fifteen, you know dump trucks or something like that. I get you twelve to fifteen dump trucks. Yeah, and I just get my cut in between. You I don't, get a piece you, of the you, you don't work it though. Like you don't like aggressively like work. No, look I don't for want to. No, for not, what? Not in. They doing all that hard work. No, 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 no. Not work it. I'm saying like work the the finding opportunities in in terms of like searching for opportunities. That's what I've where been. Where you can flex your eight a muscle. Right. I've been actually I've been getting into that, and I have mentors that been telling me like Jay, it's time. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think it was more so because I kind of got a little scared because working with the government, like if you do like a bad mistake, like it's automatically a bad name for you. Right. So it's like one of the things. So you want to pick your poison. I want to, yeah. It's like you want to make sure you can handle it. Right. Or else you rather just leave it and still keep the certification. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, I'm over the contract and, you know, things start just feeling like I and then government like, oh, we can't work with this company. Like right. I don't do that. So I get a lot of primary people that already got the contracts, but they need me to help build their, you know, get the trucks and everything. Right. So so you would say that that has enhanced your business a lot Big being time. certified? Big time. Would you would you be in posi- the position that you are now without it? I think so. Okay. Because I did a lot of commercial sides too. So not okay. everything is just the government base. Gotcha. It's a commercial sides too. You okay. Know? 
Okay. And how how long does that last? The eighty certification is that for is that forever? You yeah, got, like you just gotta renew it. You just gotta renew it. Yeah, and, and you could only like I, I guess you can um you can you make a certain amount and then you could kind of grow out of it. Yeah. Right. Right. I uh, think so. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm gonna tell I, you the person who you need to talk to on that though. Who's that? Tiffany Latoy. Oh, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, you know Tiffany. She's my mentor yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like the baby. I'm like the baby of that or whatever. Yeah. 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 And Tramiel is somebody else that was like Jay. It's time. Yeah. It's time to really get into that because. Again, like for me to be able to build, like, you know, fleece up, like I get trucks like nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, y'all got that that word, but y'all need this capacity to yeah. be able to take care of this volume. So that's where I'm like very, that's where I'm strong at. It's just, yo, when you taking on a government contract, you cannot mess up. It's like you got to make sure, like I said, every I just dot, every T is crossed, you know, for its information. And then even with the negotiation piece, too. So I would have to bring somebody in or if I was primary on a contract, be like, yo, help me because I don't want to, you know, be too aggressive and right. just lose it all. So right. it'll take you to. And I tell people when it comes down to that, make sure you have somebody that is very knowledgeable of what that, you know, how to negotiate. And I, like I said, I would have to bring in mentors to help me, like on a primary contract. Like, yo, what am I supposed to do? I'm How am I supposed so, I'm, to move? I'm so glad you said that because yeah. that just it shows that you know what your strengths are, and you know what your weaknesses Absolutely. are. A lot of people would say, "Ah, oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm this eight A, and I get this contract, whatever." But it's like that's not what I really that's do. That's not my strength. I yeah. have it. You know, that's my certification. But let me bring in somebody else who's stronger in that so collaboratively we can make this work. Right. And, and, and I learned that in corporate America. They would bring in consultants into that company to help with a project because they knew their strengths. Yeah. So that's the same thing. Like I tell like right now, people hire me because they know their strength when it comes down to trucking. So if it's like something specialized like that when it comes down to government contracts, like yo, if I'm dealing with, if I'm the primary person, I need my mentors involved. I need you guys to overlook this for me. Help me negotiate. Make sure that I'm signing the right stuff off because I could either be losing money or, you know, I could negotiate a little bit more aggressive or yeah. whatever. So I feel that People like to look like the experts at everything. And it's okay to be in a position to say, look, I need help. Mm. You can't know everything. And that's the that's the beauty of being the CEO, you know, being able to bring in people that that are smarter than you in certain areas. That's how you able to get to the next level. Right, right, right. Having all these dope mentors and and, and powerful, you know, women around you and mm-hmm. other men around you, like does it does it push you to always go to the next level? Like what do you thinking about next i mean you've built this great network to where you're able to get drivers at the snap of a finger you're able to get work that doesn't hit you know the public before everybody else so what what else are you thinking about because you have all these other people i know like you said mention tramel she does warehouse right you got tiffany (laughs) who does government contracting on a higher level you know what i'm saying so what what where where's your brain going next i want to be just the person that got the work period i want to be the core of trucking so when it comes down to like opportunities, I'm able to give you the opportunities. I got the work. Those people contact me. Jay, we need 50 trucks. That's me being in position to be able to give these drivers the work, give these fleet owners work, you know, and then be able to be on contracts, you know, that I can, you know, we, we, we good for the next two to three years. That's a lot of stress that people don't have to worry about. Like, man, Will my company survive the next two to three years? Yeah, it will. Now that Jay Rich then got a big contract, everybody eats. Right. right. So that's my main goal is to, and that's, I, I feel that, 
that's where um that's where I'm at right now. It's not as a as in a high scale yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but eventually, hey, we do this next year. I can promise you, I know I'm gonna be like on a whole nother level when it comes down to just having the work and being that core of trucking. My goal wasn't to be like the richest person in this industry. It was just to be the person that actually provide opportunity. Yeah. So by providing it, if it takes me to get out there and do more build relationships and more networking, my relationships got me in a position as a multimillionaire right now. So I just got to keep, you know, building. And, you know, like I tell them, it's relationships. Relationships becomes before the money. So Thanks. my relationships, they like the sales of just a few people, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but all the people that I'm so connected to as a worth of multi-million dollars of just relationships. Yeah. So I know eventually just being just true to myself, being authentic and being able to perform like I do is only going to, uh, you know, scale up from there. Yeah. Look, looking back on your, the time you spent as a driver, mm-hmm. how, how much did that um, prepare you for, for, for where you are at now and, like, how important was that in your journey that time driving the truck? It was a very humbling experience because I'm coming from, like, you know, corporate America, a nice salary, benefits, and all that stuff. And then here I am in a dry, as a driver, and I'm getting, like, five, $600 checks starting off, and then a little eight to 1000 but I'm working my ass off. I'm busting my ass. And then I'm in, like, life-threatening situations. It makes you, like, really appreciate your job as a driver. Like, I, I... I I how can I say I respect drivers more when I became more. Right. First I thought, oh, all you do is just drive. You know? So when people <laughs> tell right. me that, like yeah. if you know, when I was driving, people want to fight. <laughs> like, what? You think, yeah. Right. What, what, what you sitting in? Right. Guess who got that got it there? Facts. A trucker. Facts. What you been eating? Yeah. Guess who brought it to the store? A trucker. Yeah. You feel me? So I, I get like on the fence side when I tell people I and I heard people in the industry, I don't drive the truck. I own the truck. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, I feel that's cute. But, you know, <laughs> your truck wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't a driver. So humble yourself. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. So that that experience really, me starting as a driver is like I got all types of, you know, knowledge from driver standpoint. And then all the way to the fleet owner standpoint. Now I'm dealing with just direct contracts and, you know, uh, shippers and stuff like that. It's like, man, I have a full understanding of how supply chain actually works. It's, it's like, yeah, you got the logistics. Now it's time for you to understand supply chain. And, you know, that's what I was doing in corporate America, but I was under somebody, you know, wing where I really couldn't just understand it as much fully. You know, right. it's only like, hey, I'm only going to let you know this much. Right. And that's it. Yeah. You know, now yeah. me being a boss, yo, I'm I'm touching everything and I'm networking with everybody. I'm building relationships with the right people, you know? So it's like, yo, I got the work and I got the drivers. No doubt. And I'm just the middle person. No doubt. You still got your med card? My who? Your med card? What's that? Your medical card. Yeah, I got all is, that, baby. Is it up to date? Medical card. Can you, can you jump in the CDL? truck right now? I just was in the truck last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. I had to go pick up a truck for my client. Okay. And, and right. I did a video, like, it didn't have no air in there. Mm-hmm. It didn't have, uh, the truck was dirty because it was out in the oil field. Okay. You know, it was so much going on. But I made a video to let them know, like, y'all, don't forget, yeah, I'm a coach. 
But yeah, every now and then, I'm out here. You yeah. feel me? I'm out here. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, that's why I feel like in the industry, I got a lot of drivers respect me because they see that. And I have not changed at all. Like, yeah, you know, I'm making more money, of course. And yeah, I got an office. I'm living a little bit nicer and everything. But yet, me as a person, has, it's still the same. Yeah. Still the same. No doubt. Because I, I, I know within like minutes, God can take everything away. So I always stay humble. And not to a point where I'm not going to pop my shit. <laughs> you know <laughs> no what I'm saying? No but doubt. stay humble where it's like when people come to me with different situations and everything. Like I like still today, I got friends that's in the projects that I still chill with. I got friends that stay like homes in Beverly Hills that I chill with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all, I'm still me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in a position where I'm like, I'm always in a humble you know, state of mind. I always feel blessed. Like- I, I could be anywhere and God got me here. No doubt. So when you say like for a skilling, yeah, I'm going to be the shit. No doubt. When, <laughs> when, when was the last time that you were reminded that you're a woman in this male dominated industry? Man, to be honest, man, when I got in that truck, them titties were sweating the way they were. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I'm talking about I took a shower. That was exactly what I was talking about, Jay Ritt. <laughs> That question. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel that 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 too. That that's definitely added on the list. reframe the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, I uh, to be honest, I think like when it comes down to men, I don't have the men no more that come to me like sideways. You feel me? Like, oh, you female, you ain't really out here. Like now, it's like, what's up, Jay Rich? What's up, Miss Jay? Like right. the, it, it just it a change because it's like they didn't. I got so much respect for them because it's like, man, you know, then I'm doing what you're doing. Right. You feel me? So don't get it twisted just because you a man. Like, yeah, I'm a woman that was out here too, but they didn't see me build. They didn't see my ups and downs and everything. So it's like just. They respect me not just as a woman, but as a person, as mm. a as a as a person in this industry that's really been tried, that's really been just working the system, that's really been just trying to provide opportunities. Anytime you see like I'm helping, 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 helping. Yeah. So I don't look at it like, oh, I'm a female and this. I don't have problems with drivers. Drivers don't come at me sideways. Got you. At all. Got you. Yeah. How 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 is the camaraderie between other women in the industry for you and your personal experience? Well, I you know. <laughs> when it comes down to certain women, I've have collab with some, and I know who I can collab with and who I can't collab with. You feel me? Just based on like certain personalities, certain ways that certain women carry themselves. You know, it's like yeah, I kind of like I like the women that you know um, people that I can look up to. You know, people that's really out here doing what they say they doing. People that's really for the people. I love to see women as their their growth faces, you know. So it's like I'm not one to hop on the wave because of some flashiness, you know, merchandise and material. Like I like to see women process and stuff. Like man, I can I can respect that. Nothing yeah. was handed to you, you know. So when it comes out, especially like female truckers, like we, I instantly gravitate to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like especially like the ones as mothers and everybody. What I've noticed um, is female truckers have a story. They all have a story, you know, and just hearing like how trucking have like changed their life 
make you like instantly just gravitate gravitate to them. You know, it's like an instant respect and stuff. Now, when it comes down to the business side and all that, like I don't really collab with too many. I really don't collab with too many people, period. Right. You know, I'm really like in my own zone. I know people, I'm cool with people, but I feel like the system that I'm working with is like, you need to be like one of those. You need to be the carrier, truck driver, or you need to be the shipper, the person with the work. Other than that, we cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm on a mission. You know, I'm not here to make friends and, you know, let's go to tea parties and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like I'm really in a position where I'm like, yo, I'm trying to help my people. So if you're not on the same page as me, I can't. I don't have time for the tea parties. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Your, your son has watched your growth Big as time. an entrepreneur from a truck driver to an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right. Like, so he saw and he, he, you were gone for times. And mm-hmm. how, how has that transition been? How happy is he to have you around more okay. and all that? That's Talk my number one that. fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number one fan. Like, man, um, and, you know, I shared this on my YouTube um, when I was going, you know, in trucking and really driving. And, man, I mean, I mean, we had to live, stay in hotels. I come in time staying in hotels. I up staying with family. So it was like that was me. So when I hear people say, like, man, I, I, I don't feel like I'm doing right by my kids or I'm, I'm not where I want to be, I tell people to keep going because I was in the same situation. You feel me? It was times that I probably didn't have money for a hotel, so I used to fake it. Like, mommy got to pick up this load. But that was really mommy that was in the truck trying to make money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, and this was just like, well, we talking about 2017, 2017, 2018. And here we is 2022. So, me being consistent. You know, yeah, I, I hit a few, you know, brick walls and everything. But guess what? I broke through them. I kept going because I had this little person looking at me. And when he become of age, you have no excuses because your mama then broke all barriers. Facts. You facts, feel me? So facts. he is super proud of his mama. He got his friends watching my YouTube, my Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, bruh, I be a little vulgar. You know, I be kind of cursing yeah, and everything. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. mama, they don't care. You know, I tell them my mama rich. Boy, stop telling people that. <laughs> Boy, you going to get me robbed around here. Boy, stop telling people that. <laughs> no but that, that's, uh, and I tell people, do right by your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they pay attention. So even during the time, you know, I was on the road and we FaceTime, I'd be like, mommy, miss you. You know, you understand what mommy doing? I always made sure we had clarity to why mommy had to be away for that time period. Yeah. So now that I am in a position, you know, like, you know, every now and then he'll be like, mama, I'm going to record you walking to your office so you can post this on Instagram and all this <laughs> stuff. And yeah, he yeah, come yeah. in, take a picture. My mommy doing this. My mommy doing that. So that means a lot because he's seen the process. The process. Yeah. And now he see where his mama at today. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Big shout to all the women out there who have children at home and yeah, they driving a truck. Men too, I mean, men, men too, fathers yeah. too, fathers too. Y'all yeah. get love too, but yeah, you know, I gotta get the women some love. <laughs> Y'all get automatic love, right, you know, right, you know right. But nah, man, big salute, big yeah. salute, man. Um, this has been dope. I think we covered everything. Is there anything that we missed that that you want to talk about? Because I think um, we kind of went all around. I do want to talk about this. I am talk to me. launching a membership program. Okay. And I'm going to call it, it's, it's like really, pretty much like the what ifs. Okay. This is the part when it comes down to running a truck of people. Everybody got to like, how to start your trucking company, how to do dispatching, how to do it, and all that's good. All that's good information. 
But the what ifs is what a lot of my clients has been running into where I've been an asset to them. Mm. So I'm going to share some of the industry secrets and things that I've been helping my clients with in this mentorship program. Okay. And it's just um, based on I'm going to be going live. I'm going to be talking about almost everything that I usually share, but it's going to be like long live trainings okay. of like what happens with this, even like with simple stuff like calculating your fuel. A lot of people don't know how to do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. What happens if your truck breaks down? What happens if you're in an accident? What happens if your driver quit? What? How quick can you find a driver? What are some of the strategies you can do in a post to get a driver attention and be like, yo, I can come work for this person or at least apply and click on your link and stuff. So I'm actually going to be, I should have been launched this. Okay. But I am launching this uh, for September. So September? Okay. Yes, for September. September, what's the, just the se- month of September? September. Any particular date? <laughs> So we're going to roll in September yeah, with the what ifs? Yeah, with the what all ifs. Right, yeah. All right. So, y'all so look it's at, Road to Riches Trucking Academy. Yeah. Road to Riches Trucking Academy. So it's going to be, well, that's Road to Riches Trucking Academy because I am going to be launching an ebook as well. Okay. So the ebook is going to be called The Trucking Bible. Okay. I like so it's it. It's going to be pretty dope. I like it. So I got that coming up. And so in September, pretty much trucking, the Road to Riches Trucking Academy presents, it's going to be called The Truck Stop. Okay. And that's going to be the membership program. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All so right. I'm excited y'all, about y'all that. Y'all got that? Everybody got yeah, that? Man. I'm excited. That's dope. Learn you, from you, the biggest you, failure. You should, you should. <laughs> The biggest failure, like, yo. The biggest failure. Nah, I mean, everything, you got to fail to win, man. Absolutely. You got to fail forward, as they say, you know? Absolutely. Um, Man, this has been a dope conversation. I think we took it to a lot of different levels. Um, We covered a lot of different things, and we didn't even talk about anything that we talked about in the last podcast. Right, no. This was all fresh. Right. Gotta, I think we got to do this again in like at least a year or so. Yeah, catch me in a year, Because it's like we keep on leveling up. Yeah, you know, big and time. I'm, and I'm loving the maturation of Jay Rich. Man. Thank it's you, dope. thank you. So, um, so yeah, we're going to end it off. You know, we have to always end with our final thought because yes. people look for that. And um, just let everybody know who's not following you already, where they can find follow you. If there's a website where they can learn about Road to Riches, just give okay. that. So let's start with the final thought and then give that last final where they could connect with you at. Final thoughts. Don't focus on what's happening to you. Focus on what's happening for you, period. You keep that in mind through whatever struggles, uh, whatever brick walls, thunderstorms, whatever you're going through. Just as you as you going through whatever situation, I always focus on what's happening for you at that time. And during my breaking points, that's what I had to. Why is this happening to me? No, this happening for me. You feel me? And that's why I am in the position I am because the things that I thought was happening to me end up happening good in the long run. Right, right. Yeah. I, I love that. And where can yeah. people learn more and connect with Jay Rich? Big Jay Rich. Big Jay Rich, baby. Big Jay Rich. Where can they connect? <laughs> so with y'all can connect with me. Um, Instagram, Jay Rich Trucking. Um, YouTube, I'm getting ready to get back on there. Jay Uh-oh. Rich Live. The return. Yes, the return. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been as active, but I got to, you know, take care of my rich game people. Facts. And, um, yo, those are the two platforms that I'm running right now. I'm not doing TikTok as much or anything okay. like that. But I do have a TikTok. You got no TikTok rich. dances or nothing like man, that? Man, come on, man. No? I'm big Jay Rich, baby. I don't okay. got time for we ain't that. <laughs> we ain't dancing. We ain't TikToking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's all good. Yes. All right, Hustle Fam, if you don't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Um, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burn, this only your desire. Myself, Jay Rich, Rich Gang. Yeah. We out. If you twist it, you